Hi everyone, welcome to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I am Jen, GR Mom, joined as always by GR Dad. Hi. How's it going, GR Dad? It's going okay, but then I didn't run all weekend. I ran all weekend. <laughs> I ran... Not a euphemism. I started at 6 a.m. on Saturday, and I finished at 6 p.m. on Sunday. Pretty much. Two sunrises. Two sunrises, two sunsets. I guess I didn't get the full second sunset, but... It was I don't know. It was dark when you came in, wasn't it? Darkish? Darkening? I think it was like sun was going down, but it wasn't dark. I guess your powers of perception were altered. Quite. Uh, if you would like to hear all about GR Mom running 100 miles all in, the, all in a row, with, <laughs> without a break, in the middle, uh, including 12 fascinating hours of hallucinations... Uh, go and check out the Runs with Dogs podcast from this week where I talk all about it. It's like an hour long bonus GR mom and dad content. Mostly you. Mostly me because I'm the one who did the running of the Even 100 less miles. than me usually. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> what am I going to say? Ooh. Yeah, yeah, you sure did do yeah, that. Yeah, you told me you did do that already. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so for the cocktail of the week... GR Dad was very nice. He gets me presents all the time. And he got me this book called Zero, which is from um, the Alinea Group in Chicago, which if you can get tickets to dinner there, you should get them. It's truly an amazing experience. They have three Michelin stars, one of the best restaurants in the world. Uh, they do very kind of creative, out there stuff, uh, including cocktails both there. And then they've got a couple different bars where they the same group of people do stuff lots of smoke and dry ice and funky stuff oh like all kinds of crazy that's stuff. the food not the drinks yeah, both yeah we when we had dinner there for dessert they made helium balloons out of taffy and they would bring the taffy balloon to your table and fill it with helium and then to eat it you had to stick your face on it and it would break the like Taffy. Yeah, break the coating, and then you'd inhale the helium, and then, of course, you would giggle about it, and then you'd eat the taffy that was the balloon. And giggling in helium is doubly funny. And then there's another course, I think it was a different course, where they, like, put this rubber mat down on the table, and then they just smeared all kinds of stuff on the mat, and then... Like, made dessert in front of us. They, like, were mixing stuff in front of us. Yeah, on but, the table. But, like, like, do a little squiggle of chocolate on the table. And yeah. Then, yeah, it was... It was, that's just the stuff we remember. It was amazing. It was really delicious. And so anyway, they do all kinds of crazy, extremely elaborate stuff. And so they put out this book called Zero, which is alcohol-free cocktails. And he's like, your mom is trying to drink fewer drinks and kind of had dry August until we lost the Swizz. And then that went right out the window. But Right out the window. Uh, I'm definitely interested in making some more non-alcoholic cocktails. This book is friggin' crazy. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's going to be like, you know, pineapple juice and orange juice and a little bit of ginger ale. Oh, and like half a teaspoon of pickle juice to add a special little flavor. No, man. Let me read you this one <laughs> recipe. This is called the bubblegum cocktail. Okay. So does it have bubblegum in it? Well, let me just get to it. Let me uh, read uh, it to uh, you. Uh, Here are the ingredients. Uh, passion fruit tea. What? Okay. No. Be we, excited. We don't have that. You know that. what that is. You know what it is. Passion for tea. Glucose. Fine, that's just sugar. Citrus oleosaccharum, which sounds really fancy, but all this is is you take lemon peels and you put it in sugar and you mush it around and the lemon oil comes out of the lemon peels. Oh my God, that's not easy. I've made this before. Like this is actually a fairly common cocktail thing. Like if you're making a punch... 
like in a punch bowl, you'll just put the granulated sugar and the lemons in the punch bowl and smoosh them up, and it makes this. Okay, so I know how to do all this. All right, that's Next. just one ingredient. Ver- Verjus Blanc. I had to look this up because freaking all these cocktails have it. Verjus Blanc is wine that's not been fermented. So it's basically the grape juice. Admit it, it's grape juice. Dear Dad keeps saying this. It's not like Concord grape juice. It's like wine wine grape juice. All right, it's white wine grapes. Yes, the juice of white wine grapes. So I bought a bottle of that. Okay, so so far we're good. Vegetable glycerin. Okay, you can get that at the store. What? You can? You can. (laughs) Okay. Lactic acid. Oh, geez. Out of my muscle. Yeah. From fast twitch muscles. I think it's powdered. Yeah. Okay, and then bubblegum stock, which, you know, they have a recipe for. Bubblegum stock. Wait, like soup stock? Yes, but bubblegum. Oh, my God. So here's how you make bubblegum stock. There's only two ingredients. Bubblegum. Pink. (laughs) Actually, it specifies pink bubblegum. Bazooka Joe. And water. Yes. So you take your bubblegum and your water, and you sous vide it. So if you don't have a sous vide machine, you bring a a pot of water to simmer, and then you put the water and the bubblegum in a Ziploc bag, which you then submerge in the water. Like halfway, it floats. You just dip it in there, you clothespin it onto the side of the pot, and then you simmer it for four hours. What? Yep. I mean, that's... Basically, like if you had a sous vide machine, you just put the stuff in the bag. So, so you're just heating bubblegum in water. Yes. Mushing and then it. you strain the bubblegum out. And so then you just have the water that has been boiled wow. with bubblegum for four hours. It's like you're reversing the construction process for bubblegum. Kind like of. they make it all mushed together and chewy, and you're taking out the chewy. Yes, you're just extracting the flavor from the bubblegum into this water, and that's your <laughs> bubblegum stock. So this drink is passion fruit tea, bubblegum water sugar basically lemony sugar this verjuice blanc wine grape juice vegetable glycerin and lactic acid sounds pretty good actually this is it's bright pink it sounds pretty good it's one of the simpler cocktails you have to sous vide freaking everything in this book cook it for four hours in a bag of water in boil some water put a bag in there with some water in the other thing i think it might be easier to break into a bubblegum factory and extract their just steal their ingredients okay this one summer summer is the name of this cocktail lemongrass kefir stock that's got its own recipe somewhere that's like a buttermilk kefir i think it's a type of lime and it's the leaf of that kind of lime tree Hmm. let's see if it's on the previous page lemongrass kefir stock Fresh lemongrass, vegetable glycerin, whole dried kefir lime leaves. I only knew that because I read this recipe before. There's kefir lime leaves? There's also kefir, the buttermilk drink. Well, this is lime leaves. K-E-F-I-R? No, K-A-F-F-I-R. Oh, well, then I was thinking of K-E-F-I-R. So lemongrass kefir stock is lemongrass, these lime leaves, lime peel, lemon peel, vegetable glycerin, and water. And then, of course, you freaking sous vide that probably. (laughs) Oh, no, you muddle it together. So this is good. And then steep it overnight in the refrigerator. This will take up all your weekends that you're not running. I mean, yeah, so this is is that lemongrass kefir stock, verjuice blanc again, seed lip garden 108. That's a non-alcoholic spirit, which we actually happen to have. We didn't like it by itself. No, but we have not put it in these very complicated (laughs) drinks before. Nobody has ever. Sugar, malic acid, citric acid, and kosher salt. So I just have to disclaim that I bought the book obviously without reading it i didn't realize these were 
nuclear science level recipes, but I'm glad you like projects. This, I mean, it's going to be super fun to make some of this stuff, but it's also going to, it's going to be one of those things where it's like, I make us two cocktails and I spent $40 on groceries. Yeah. And, and two days. And two, literally two days, some of the stuff you have to do overnight. <laughs> uh, but it's, I think it's going to be super fun. Well, I mean, if we made 100 and sold them, then we could make our money back. Yeah. I mean, if you like, I'm sure they have just batches of all these weird stocks and stuff, you know, in their restaurants. So it's much easier for them to do this, and oh. whatever. Uh, but yeah, so it's very interesting. I also forget that we're in the Keys. No one would buy non-alcoholic cocktails here. So <laughs> people would be like, that's not why you come then here. Then I got to do shots after this to get buzzed. Yeah. <laughs> well, so tonight I'm drinking fizzy water. Thanks for making me fizzy water, dear dad. You know, there's no book necessary for that one. No, let's take a little drink here. Mm-hmm. So we'll call the bubblegum cocktail our cocktail <sighs> of the week. Our project to be... If any of you have a sous vide machine and want the exact proportions of pink bubblegum to water and how to sous vide that to get your bubblegum stock, just let me know. I'll send you that recipe. I'll take a picture and mail it to you. Yeah. It to you. Or if anyone works in a bubblegum factory, you know, just send us the juice. <laughs> <laughs> the good stuff. Ugh, gross. Flavor extract. <laughs> in, That's the thing, right? Intract. I, I'm sure, like for snow cones, you can do bubblegum flavored snow cones. Probably they probably have bubblegum syrup somewhere. That's what I mean, bubblegum syrup. No, they want bubblegum stock. <laughs> I know that's so silly. Uh, it's gonna be fun though. So thanks for the book. Sure. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I ran 100 miles. We got that book. Okay. Dog updates. Let's talk about guac. Let's talk about guac. Guac, you have to have a meeting with the principal again. Guac. So we keep going like, don't leave this on the counter. Don't leave that on the counter. And today, what I left on the counter was half a bag of raw white potatoes. I used, it's a three pound bag of potatoes. I used a pound and a half in the soup I was making and I just left the other ones on the counter. And we went and got pizza for dinner and we got home and there was just an empty bag of potatoes on the floor. He ate a pound and a half of raw white potatoes. Potato eater. We're going to have to tell Darth. I don't even know that that tastes good. Wouldn't you, Guac, didn't you get one potato in and you're like, meh, I'll go back no. to my rocks. I mean, geez, Guac. He ate them all, so. You're, in, you're a weird dude. We're, th- we're thinking what we're going to have to do is, uh, like we got that little shock mat that we used to keep him off the bookshelf and he got zapped by that twice and has never gone on the bookshelf again. Yeah. We had a little strip version of that for the kitchen that didn't work. And so what we're thinking is we're going to have to put the big version in the kitchen and uh, do some entrapment, basically leave like a piece of bread with some peanut butter. Or as we now know, a potato. <laughs> on the counter behind <laughs> the mat and then leave. So he jumps up to try to get it and get zapped. I think if he gets zapped a couple of times, he'll stop doing it but uh there's just stuff where it's like all right i mean he's not gonna eat that i mean we have some lemons out there lemons and limes he hasn't eaten them yet but i'm i'm wondering if he has any limits <laughs> just, on a bad day he's gonna be like oh i like lemons today what an idiot he's so weird we have some coconuts there is he gonna start crunching on coconuts i mean he likes the coconuts that like wash up in the ocean <sighs> but i know he likes rocks i guess that's really where you start is he will eat a rock rocko man his name is Waco man he ate a rocko man yeah he ate 
pound and a half of potatoes. I mean, we put the sponges away. We put the, you yeah, know. Well, we know he eats that. I know. I know. So that's guac. Um, he continues to be our problem child, but he's so sweet, and he's got such a weird, affectionate nature. He loves me so much. He's a great bed sleeper. But he's, look, his overall behavior is way better. Like Oh, he, yeah. I had him out today without anything, no collar, nothing, in the water. And yeah. it, it took a little bit of cajoling, but he came. And there have been times where I like just let him out and he goes and he pees and then he comes back in where before, as soon as he got out there, like he'd run away. He doesn't do any of that anymore. For like, you. For me, he does the thing where he just lies down and looks at me. <laughs> well, I've been working harder. <laughs> yeah, you've been working with him. No, no, no. With uh, me, he's just like, I'm going to lie down. What are you going to do about it? Yeah. Well, we'll work on it. Are you going to chase me? <laughs> uh, so he's he's definitely getting better. He's learning. We should one of these days like listen to the the podcast where you were about to give him right back away again. Oh, I cried. Because there. he's so much better about all that stuff, right? Absolutely. He plays better with the other dogs. He sometimes even himself is like playing, stops himself, goes get a ball, gets a ball, all puts time, it in his yeah. mouth. Yeah, but he's he's not the one starting it all the time. Like Vink will yeah. like go up and butt attack him and jump around. Like she likes to play with snap him. Snap her teeth at him, yeah. Yeah, they have a good time. So yes, he's, I mean, overall so much better, but man, did it take a lot of work. And he's still eating potatoes. And he still eats everything off the counter. Which, look, I mean, this is a normal golden retriever thing, actually, to counter. He's so tall that he doesn't have to exert himself. His head is above counter level. Yeah. (laughs) Guac. He's a good boy. He just grazes. So that's guac. Uh, Let's see. Chief Brody got his thyroid results back. Did we talk about? Yes, we did. So he was getting his thyroid test last time. Yep. And his, his like overall thyroid test came back a tiny bit low. So we took him back to get a like more nuanced thyroid test. One of those came back low, which I found out cause I was, so I was running this race this all weekend. And, uh, so like I said, I, it took me almost 36 hours, 35 hours and 43 minutes to run the hundred miles. Um, you can listen to the other podcast, but it was very painful and a lot of suffering and uh i was just really focused on like enduring the suffering on the second day oh yeah and on the second day you said don't call me so yeah gr dad called me in the morning to check in and i answered the phone and you're like hi how's it going and i'm like can't talk <laughs> like and i said okay good you're alive that's fine yeah but it was just like i you know it was taking everything i could to keep myself moving and you know you understand yeah, right yeah, yeah. And I, so I, I was just happy you were still alive and and going yeah so it's like so i i you know i told him it went whatever time it was 7 a.m i don't talk to me <laughs> like i just need to do this and you were fine mm-hmm. and so then i get a call you know i've got my earbuds in because i'm listening to you know podcasts or sometimes podcasts and audiobooks sometimes it was quiet but i've got the earbuds in and i get a call kind of in the middle of the afternoon and i was so irritated i'm like i told him like he you know, when I tell you not to talk to me that I mean it, you know better than to call me again. Why is he calling me again? So I answer the phone and I just go, hello. <laughs> so irritated. Because it's the same ringtone as me. It's the same it ringtone, ringtone as you. Yeah. yeah, it turns out it was the vet. <laughs> and she's like, oh, um, hi, this is Dr. So-and-so. I'm like, oh, geez, sorry, I thought you were my husband. And then I'm like, oh, that sounds even worse. <laughs> anyway, I'm like, okay. And I still was so focused on the pain. I was hallucinating at this point and she's telling me these thyroid 
results and i'm just okay she's like rattling off statistics and yeah numbers. this thing this this one's low normal this one's below normal i think we should start him on this thing and i'm like okay it's like so yeah we can start him on this i think we'll start him on a low dose this and this uh i'm like okay <laughs> she's like uh where do you live and i was like we live on sugar loaf and she's like oh well, we could mail it down or you could come up here and i was like we'll come get it like <laughs> i was just like you didn't have the energy for, i did for not this. i had <laughs> i had none so anyway uh yeah, so our our the vet who had run the test had actually emailed me about this, and she had said kind of the same thing, but was like, we don't necessarily have to start him on thyroid medicine. Maybe we should keep going with the stuff he's on for six months. And then I think she's on vacation this week, and so another doctor was kind of following up, and so she just called me and was like, yeah, we can start him on some thyroid medicine. I think you should start him on it. And I'm, yeah. I'm which actually, yay, they're responsive on top of things call you right yeah. you don't have to nag them you know even on a sunday it's it's all good it's just real bad timing yeah and so it was it's great so you know we have the option to have him on the medicine or not i i think it's worth starting him on a low dose like he seems mm. a little lethargic it may have something to do with his weight uh i mean he's mm -hmm. he's still losing you know slowly but surely um but he's also kind of hungry and if if part of it is that his he's got low thyroid and getting that corrected, you know, makes him burn calories a little faster. That's great. We can feed him more and he'll yeah. still keep losing the weight. So he tends to st sit there and grumble. Yeah. Poor guy. He, he's, I think he's saying, I'm still hungry or I'm Aww. hungry. Is it dinner time? Aww. Sometimes yeah. it means put me on the bed too. Yes. Yes. He's, he kind of has one sound. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, we picked up the medicine today and he's starting on that. So that'll be interesting to see. Yeah, so. the unloading continues. He's he's on. He's, he's down to ninety-two point something. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he's getting better. Yeah. Uh, everybody's doing great. Which on is the why week. he's complaining about the diet. I know. Uh, so let's hope the medicine kicks up that metabolism a little, and then we can feed him more, and he's less hungry and still still losing some. He's weight. a good boy. He's wonderful. Uh, Vink and Hops are doing just fine. Yeah, I weighed Hops again for the first time in a while because Hops act so stricken when I pick her up to weigh her. <laughs> My weighing strategy is to ventilate them yeah, and then weigh myself separately. Yep. And then you do. And then, to be quite honest, Jen does all the math. <laughs> <laughs> I do. If I'm awake enough, I do the math in my head. I think you saw me doing it on longhand on paper once, and you're like, I, you cannot. I, I can do this that. in my head. It's yeah. simple arithmetic. And I was like, yeah, it's simple if I put it on paper. <laughs> Um, anyway, so I picked up hops and waiter, and she's actually much lighter than... Yeah, she's, I think, under 70 now. So she and, and Vink have both got some increased rations. Because hops also has been complaining about her rations. She does off and on. Like, she, there's time, she has some hungry times and then some less hungry times, and yeah. so we've we've increased her food a but bit. But she'll, like, when we're watch, walking TV, watching TV, she'll walk up and start mirfing at us like there's something urgently wrong. Like, perk her ears and look at us. And she's very good at this she'll walk over to her food where we where the food is in the pantry and and indicate that she's hungry yeah she's very like if you go show me she knows that that means to take you so if it, she needs to go out she goes to the door if her ball's under something she goes over there if she yeah. wants food she goes so she's really good at she knows what show me means take me to what we, you want we give her some extra food yep mm -hmm. uh so they're good st patrick is he's having a tough day today um yeah day by day yeah. He, he has some better days. Today he's just kind of really unsteady. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's not getting any better in terms of control on his legs. Um, he seemed a little uncomfortable for part of the day. He's he's perked up a little bit, but... Um, yeah. 
Yeah. So he's still sweet and he still gets excited sometimes when he, when you come in kind of like he wants his face smacked. Yep. Yep. So we're <laughs> in a slow motion way. Uh, yeah, I think he's, he's gotten a little sleepier maybe over the last yeah. week or so. Um, and is, and I think more wobbly overall, yeah, more like wobbly. To, today's an especially bad day, but I think overall he's, he's, you know, just losing a little more control back there. Um, but can still get up. That's the, the big determinant. Yep. Kind of plops down sometimes, but is doing okay. Um, not suffering clearly. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, his legs don't work great, but he doesn't seem like he's in pain or anything. So he's we, got, uh, he's got wags. Yeah. Not, yeah, not as many today, but that's just because today's a bad day. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going back to acupuncture next week. It's hard to tell if that worked or if it was, you know, we started him on all the medicine at the same time, but it'll be interesting this time to, to do another round of it and see, you know, is he more relaxed and feeling better afterwards or not? Um, plus the person who does acupuncture is a regular vet, uh, like a doctor of veterinary medicine. So she does acupuncture plus like regular treatment of dogs. And so she can kind of check in on him and see how everything's going. So he's still with us and cranking and he's a very good boy sleeps a lot <laughs> sleeps a lot and follows gr dad everywhere i i literally have to sneak while he's sleeping i have to sneak past him because if he raises his head and sees me leaving he'll struggle to his feet and follow me yep and just everywhere it doesn't matter Touching. if i'm in the shower or in the kitchen or you know just checking something yep. he's, he I turn around <laughs> he's right there hey what's up where are we going yep uh so I think that's all the dog updates. Yeah, I think so. No one's gotten a tattoo or any piercings or anything <laughs> recently. That's good. As far as we know. I mean, Vank could have. We don't Vank, know. Vank, oh, tattoo Vank. Vank had an incipient hotspot, but we're battling it. Yep, she she had some sore, sore areas on her tongue, but they're under control. <laughs> so it's perfect since she sleeps on her back most of the time. Anyway. <laughs> it gets nice. a lot of airflow on there. <laughs> uh, okay, so that's dog updates. You want to do the German word of the week? Yeah, I don't think we have a lot of conk. There's not much going on here in the Keys. I guess I can be our Keys story. Florida Keys woman runs 100 miles. It me. Okay. Was that actually a story yet? It it is. I'll tell conk life if you want. They don't give a fuck. They would definitely. Come on. That's news for the Keys. I tweeted at them about running every road in the Keys, and they didn't do anything about it. because they're lazy and understaffed. (laughs) They're definitely lazy. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so... Yeah, all right. Um, so there's a someone someone actually mentioned a German concept. The the there are these really round, like volleyball sized cactuses that mm-hmm. are super spiky. Big long spikes. Just spiky, um, and they're, in German they're called Schwiegermutterstuhl. Yeah. Which is mother-in-law seat, <laughs> <laughs> which is pretty hostile. Which kind of made me think Germans really do traffic in. Well, maybe a lot of countries do, but in these sort of generalizations like that, like mother-in-law is evil, equals mean and evil. Yeah. But all of Grimm's fairy tales are stepmother equals death. Yeah. <laughs> and it, you know, that's very medieval. But I remember being told those stories. You just kind of absorb this stuff in the culture. Stepmothers are evil. Stepmother comes in and tries to kill the kids <laughs> pretty much. I never tried to kill your daughter. Uh, correct. Yeah. You know, we're not in Germany, so this is good. If we were in Germany, I still wouldn't have tried to kill no. her. Then they, then they would just pity you there in Germany. Oh, well. They're like, she's so weak. Why <laughs> hasn't she killed, killed off the first generation yet? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
But that's not the, the word I was going to use. The word I just learned, t- today I learned, or this week I learned, there's a, actually a rowing regatta in Germany, and someone was, one of the participants was right. talking about how we were all masked up, and he was from, I think, northern Germany. But the, the word for, the, the slang for mask these days, in G- northern Germany at least, is schnutenpulli. 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 Pulli is pull, pullover. Like a sweater. It's a, a, a sweater, yeah. And pulli. pulli is a pretty... Yeah, like, you'd say pulli. Zin pulli an ist kalt. You know, it's it's chilly. Put on a pullo, pullover. Yeah, pulli. It's, it's not like like that. When I was in high school, that's the word that we learned for sweater. It's a, okay. It's yeah. not super slangy. No, and yeah. it's not. There's no euphemism or double meaning. It's just pulli. Yeah. But schnute is a is a colloquial word for your mouth, sort of your whole mouth area. Schnute. <laughs> schnute. Um, and so, and it's, that's just, that's more of a northern German thing. So for I, it's like a Sweater for your mouth. Schnutenpulli. <laughs> Schnutenpulli. Which is a little bit derogatory, but I think, you know, no one's super psyched to put on the mask. Yeah. <laughs> <you know. laughs> hey, I'm wearing my schnutenpulli. That's funny, I was I like it. Rowing, yeah. <laughs> so that was a new one for me. Even, That's yeah. good. Yeah, I remember you telling me yeah. after you saw that, like, do you know this word? Schnutenpulli. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, it is a good one. Uh, all right, I mean, I think that's it for this week. What? I know. I feel like people are getting shortchanged. Well, now... Money your, back. Your job... That's right. You get all of your zero money dollars back. back. Uh, oh, audibletrial.com slash the golden ratio. Then we get some money. Get an audiobook. Yeah. All right. But if you feel shortchanged, go to the Runs With Dogs podcast, with it, which is the running podcast oh, that yeah. we sometimes do. Like before we were putting our running exploits on this podcast and I was just like, there's some people who just don't care. So we sort of separated it out and it's very occasionally updated. But uh, the episode about me running the hundred miles is like an hour and 10 minutes long. And so you can get a whole bonus hour of us talking if you want to listen to running stuff. But Again, you know, not as much me. Yes. Well, that's true. TBH. Yeah. No. Uh, so there you go. Even though this is a short one of these, there's an hour sitting over there just waiting for you on Runs With Dogs. Laying in wait, in fact. Yep, yep. Uh, yeah, yeah, enjoy that. That's good. If you want to hear about hallucinations, it's, that's a good one. I mean, they're real vivid and it's trippy. People have, like, judging from the, the tweets I've gotten, people were pretty impressed with the description of, of my they're extensive pre- hallucinations. Pretty weird. Yeah. Pretty weird. So uh, that's all over there. Yeah. So that so that actually makes yeah. this a super long number podcast. three will surprise you yeah yeah <laughs> that makes it a super long podcast sure I yeah. could just append that podcast onto the end oh, of this one the technological possibilities should I do that then no. the, then people are going to be like oh my gosh it's like an hour and a half <laughs> podcast this week that's up to you technical yeah. whiz I I won't do that because all the people who listen to the Runs with Dogs podcast listen to this podcast and they'll be like, oh man, I heard yeah. this already. There's no, and there's no dogs in the other podcast, so. No, they may be squeaking in the background, <laughs> but that's it. Probably snoring. Yeah. All right, well, uh, until next week, don't put anyone unless they ask you to. I mean, if you can gum someone through a mask, give it a shot. <laughs> uh, that's Dad's advice and not mine. <laughs> Bye. Bye.